Hello, you're listening to Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. On today's EG podcast, I'm joined by Netsane Segal, founder and principal of Gebi Associates, a firm which delivers valuations, development appraisal and strategic real estate consultancy in Ethiopia. Netsane is a UCEM MSc real estate student who has recently become a chartered surveyor. In so doing, he became only the fourth person ever in Ethiopia to gain chartered surveyor status. Netsane, many thanks for joining me today and huge congratulations on becoming only the fourth ever person in Ethiopia to receive chartered status. What does that mean for you? Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. Uh, it means a lot. It means um, uh, the, the world to me because definitely it's very, very uh, revered here, very uh, rare here, but also because of what I got through the process. You've worked in various roles before coming into the real estate industry. Do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about your route into real estate and, and really what appeals to you about it as a sector? I first trained as a civil engineer. This was in the, in the late 1990s. And upon graduation and working in construction for a few years, I wanted to, to move into construction management. But that time, there was no construction management program, both in undergraduate, postgraduate, and in postgraduate. So what I decided to do was join a full-fledged business management course. So I, I, I studied MBA, and upon graduation, there were more opportunities in the um, corporate sector than there were in the construction sector. So what I basically did for the 16 years after my MBA was business development roles and finally executive management roles. So tell me a little bit then about how, how you found the industry and, and what it means to you in terms of opportunity and, and things that you could take advantage of. I think coming to real estate, First, as a graduate of civil engineering, we were not very new for real estate, but more on the development side of real estate. So a lot of housing, a lot of commercial buildings were coming up as I graduated. And I myself worked on a, a design and construction of an abattoir. So um, that side of the real estate sector, I have had a chance to see. But when I studied real estate, and as of late, what I understood is is a much bigger industry, much bigger engagements, say, for example, in terms of appraisal evaluation, uh, also in terms of investment and finance and the asset management side of things. So coming to real estate, I see that it is uh, strategic. It's, it's much broader than development alone. So tell me a little bit then about how you secured your first job in the industry and, and really how you found that. Yeah, I think uh, what I was very concerned with for my first job was getting prepared and being ready for the work. Once I did that, I have had the backing of my mentor. I have had uh, also a lot of contacts in the other professions. So it was not very difficult. I have had the referral from a a lawyer and an HR uh, consultant for the first jobs I did. And from then on, it's more of word of mouth referrals that that gets a job. So that's how I got my first job. Uh, It was not very difficult. So you found networking and and contact building very helpful to you in the course of your career? Yes, and that's partly a a part of the advantage you take from from moving from one sector into another. For example, just before coming to real estate, I was working in the accountancy and auditing profession. 
So I, I worked in the development of professional uh, accountants. So that meant what I was doing in real estate was known to most of my, my network. So you then decided to enrol onto an APC in, in 2019. Do you want to tell me a little bit about um, the route that you chose and, and why receiving chartered status is so important to you? So you see, once I wanted to become a valuer and I was uh, exploring the uh, paths to that, what has happened is that I knew without having education, without having a conversion degree, I will not be able to succeed. So what I, I, I chose to do is join the University College of Estate Management in their master's program for real estate. And I started studying and I started trying to, to go through the um, principles of valuation and related real estate management courses. But later, once I have covered more than half of the course, I wanted to understand what the requirements are in terms of APC and practical experience requirements. So I, I inquired and, I, and then I found the preliminary review route would be the best route because I had a degree and with it, then I can enroll into the preliminary review route, which worked out perfectly fine for me because I acquired the knowledge, the skills and the, um, the standard, the principles from the conversion degree I was doing at UCEM and starting to practice real estate and valuation has helped me to acquire again the practical experience requirement. So combined, I was able to fulfill most of the requirements of the APC. And how have you found the APC process? It was good. It taught me a lot about becoming a professional and I was in a way lucky for a number of reasons. For one, for example, I enrolled in December 2019 and in, in April 2020, just four months down the line, um, because of the COVID pandemic, things were closing down here, schools were closed, offices were partly closed. And at the same time, the RICS Academy was giving us a lot of online courses, which I voraciously you know, took and fulfilled most of the CPD requirements, most of the knowledge and, and skill gaps also were I was able to close with that process alone. And I had also a mentor from Kenya. His name is Amondi, uh, Godfrey Amondi. And with him, I got the best from a counselor. And he was also a UCM alumni. And we, we at one point, took courses together. But the fact that he has graduated ahead of me and he has qualified ahead of me was setting an example. But at the same time, when he was overseeing my work as a counselor, he was very meticulous. He was very professional. He has a very good grasp of the technical matters. And that also was very, very good for me to, to learn from that arrangement. And all in all, I was I worked very hard, but I was also lucky uh, in, in, in the chain of events that happened in, from 2019 until I qualified December of 2021. You now have your accreditation. How do you expect to benefit professionally in terms of having that RICS accreditation? To begin with, it's, it's myself because I've worked in, in, in also in professional accountancy. And I have seen also with our ICS, I can see that it is a highly respected accreditation. It also gives you a lot of resources and information that you need to do your job. Definitely, uh, it, it will be a process because I also understand it's not well known in Ethiopia. Uh, there are only three active chartered surveyors. Uh, so what it means is that I will also have to see how we can together promote and develop the profession in, in here and also to kind of sell ourselves and show uh, the market what we are capable of. 
you obviously have a, a lot going on in terms of the day-to-day -day work and then study as well. How have you found being able to study alongside the demands of work and APC assessment? Has it been difficult at times and, and what sort of measures have you put in place to, to help um, ensure that that all runs smoothly? Yes, I think it's not easy, it's difficult, but at the same time, if you have discipline and if you have good time management, then um, it, it is doable. For me, what worked is that uh, I try to focus on one thing at a time, for example, maybe work at one point, but the minute work kind of subsides, then I have to probably go to my studies and then find. So it's, it's, it's trying to, to take one thing in a turn, but making sure that you, you are effective. It also helps that when you are doing courses at the University College of Estate Management, you're bound to see that some of it is going to benefit you and some of it is going to help you towards the APC. They all sort of interlinked really nicely over that period of time. Yes, definitely. Um, the timing was perfect and working on my own and on my own employment in a way uh, also helps to, to be flexible and to make sure to accommodate the work and the training as well. We've talked about the fact that you've become the fourth chartered surveyor in the country. Why are there so few? It is a, a, a number of issues. For, for one, I think the built environment has been limited in scope. And also we have to see that the um, state ideology has been alternating, like in that it was initially um, a feudal system, then went into socialism, went then into mixed states, and so on. So that alternating state ideology has meant people's relationship to uh, wells and real estate has always been, you know, uh, unsure. Uh, but now a market is turning into uh, into free economy or market-based economy is coming into picture. Then maybe the profession has a chance to grow and flourish. You have your accreditation now. What, what are your priorities in terms of how, how you expect your qualifications and your new skills? How do you expect to put those to use over the coming years? I, I think there are um, a number of areas in which this, this qualification and this skill set can be applied. One is valuation. Valuation is increasing in importance. At, at, at the moment, it's, it's accounts because of the um, adoption of the International Financial Reporting Standards, IFRS. Uh, obviously, there are always tax issues, which needs uh, the experts of valuers. But going forward, more and more demand would be there on, on valuers because of you know, property com tax coming into the country and also foreign investment coming into the country. So those developments will definitely be uh, welcome for future valuers. So it's engaging in valuation, but also engaging on broader real estate advisory works. For example, areas of agency, property management, and so on are not also well developed in, in, in the market here. So I think it's, it's important that uh, those people who have studied real estate start to uh, entrench these, these services into the market. You have obviously gained the RICS qualification. I mean, what advice would you give to people internationally who are perhaps thinking about whether MRICS status is, is a useful qualification to attain? 
the um, MRICS qualification is a very useful qualification, I think, for a number of reasons. First, it, it gives you a very broad and very comprehensive understanding of the profession, not only of real estate, but also land, construction, uh, the built environment, and to a certain extent, even the natural environment. So when you join uh, the RICS, your understanding of um, skills for the job that you do is is coming is cascading from a bigger and wider engagement because for example all charter surveyors are supposed to have certain mandatory standards in in the way they conduct themselves and their businesses as well as in terms of their ethical and governance standings on one hand when it comes to your specific chosen pathway for example for me valuation then you have to to master specific core competencies that show you're able to demonstrate and operate, then it gets very personal in that there would be a number of optional competencies that you pick. Those would be uh, ones where you feel you are very strong or where you want to uh, focus in the future. And this kind of gives you a good you know, frame and picture of the profession and how you can go forward. And what advice would you have for people more generally on perhaps coming into a career in real estate and specifically for those people who are thinking of perhaps managing study and working simultaneously and and finding their pathway into the profession? Um, I think from my personal experience, it is possible to, um, to, to change tracks and convert from one profession into another. And this, in a way, makes you uh, stronger and very competent because you can uh, import or you can transfer some of the skills in another sector or in another uh, industry to real estate. But it would also require you that you you are able to um, read, focus, ask and learn what is required to, to, to run or to be engaged in the real estate sector. What this does to you is you are able to to be good in real estate because real estate uh, needs those two uh, or three skills uh, together. For me, I find real estate to be flamboyant. There is a lot of business skills to learn. There's a lot of technical skills to learn. And there is a lot of ethics to be applied. So um, I think what my advice would be is that you you can uh, come to real estate, but you have to be... um, to be ready to uh, learn and uh, understand what real estate is. On that note, Netsane, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been a pleasure talking to you and just hearing a little bit about your journey into the profession. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much. That was Bricks and Mortar from EG with Sarah Jackman. For more on developing a career in real estate, see the archive of the Bricks and Mortar series at podbean.com and the EGI archive at EGI dot co dot uk